Welcome back to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, where we finish up E dot T dot the extra dash terrestrial. Yeah. Right? Good job. Um, Good job. Last, thank you. I it was I practiced it so many times. I'm so e dot e dot. It's like Eminem looking in the mirror, fucking yeah. mom spaghetti. Don't fuck it up. This is your one chance. You know he's e dot t dot. Fuck. Do it again. E t dot. Now. Anyway, I might give you the perfect beat here too. Like you should just you should have freestyled Eric. No, I'm don't, not don't do be that. a Tom Van. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I will be a Tom Van. Uh, shout out Tom Van and yeah. Daniel Dennis for having me on the show recently. That was fun. I saw that, if man. You, That's pretty awesome. Thank you. Yep. I love going over there, man. If you want to check it out, listen to Tom and Dan, mediocre time or corporate time uh, on all your podcast places. Yeah. I was on there talking shit about yeah. art and stuff with uh, Sam, um, who's been a guest on this show a couple times. A couple yep. times, yeah. And actually, Sam will be sharing a booth with me at MyCon, which is the convention that we did our first live show at last is that what year. we call it now sharing a booth sharing a booth how dare you are we doing a live <laughs> show this <laughs> year <laughs> or do we get canceled <laughs> no we're sharing a booth she's gonna do a live episode of semantics nice. at MyCon, maybe Excellent. so that'll be fun man um but anyway back to e dot e dot uh we just introduced et to the whole crew to the little kids and uh now they know what it is. They think it must be an alien. Um, they try to get him to explain where he's from. But what we learn is that E.T. has fucking telekinetic powers, which is crazy. And or according makes... to Doug, telekinetic powers, because you don't pronounce the K. That's true. <laughs> what do you eat with a fucking knife? No, it's yeah. a knife. God damn it. Yeah, just telekinetic, bitch. <laughs> telekinetic. <laughs> So that ET, uh, that was, good. I like that was that a good one. one. I like that. Yeah. You know what? Just for that. Yes. So, <laughs> I was like, wait, just for that. What? What did I get? Did I win he something? Was he was trying, but it didn't work. It didn't work. My whole thing is all fucked up. Oh, a, I got you. Yeah. It was a Zoom thing. I, Fuck you, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take one of those instead. Imagine clapping happening because then that's that's what I tried to do. Um, I'll put it in post. He's levitating <laughs> these these little balls of clay to simulate his planets and um it's jars of clay. Jars of clay. Is that the song by them? Was that the one? I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Or was it counting blue well, cars? No, 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 no. That's a good song. Yeah, that's decent. Jars of Clay, a Christian band, right? Yes, yeah, so. I, I okay. feel like the song was Tell me your, your They all sound like the same Creed voice too I don't know what it no, is I about know. it No, all oh, you're, you're focusing on is somebody else Yeah, because I'd really like to meet her Her I really yeah. like and, and her. Christian men would not call God a her So it's yeah, definitely yeah. not Jars yeah. of Clay I'm trying to remember no. who that What did Jars of Clay sing though now? This is going to be stuck in my head I don't know. I never listened to Jars of Clay. Let Eric nerd. continue and I'll look it up. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. it up too, but fucking Spotify ain't working right now. Um, So, yeah, he's levitating these uh, these balls and <laughs> making them spin around really, really, really <laughs> Me fast. and both. Yeah. You know you know how sometimes you, you got to levitate the balls. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a cool scene. The original scene, not that much different from this scene. They didn't CGI it up too much, so it's almost like I'm talking about one of these Star Wars movies. It's like when you watch Star Wars A New Hope and it's so fucked out, 
and you watch you know empire and there's less and jedi and there's less you know little restraint um gertie who's we neglected to mention elliot's little sister played of course by a very young drew barrymore um i believe her first role actually gives... third third or fourth role because i looked it up today yeah believe curious. it or not oh, she was she shit. was a veteran at this point yeah oh my god Maybe that's why her fucking adolescence was so messed up. She'd been starring in movies at the age yeah. of three and shit. Oh no, that was absolutely well. Plus, she was you know part of the Barrymore family. I mean, yeah, you can't find true. a more fucked up Hollywood family ever. <laughs> yeah, can't find a Barrymore yeah. fucked up family. <laughs> <laughs> probably, had, probably had something to do with it. Um, yeah. But that Donnie Darko, <laughs> Donnie yeah. she was wonderful in the movie. Yeah. Man, um, you know, very natural feeling. Uh, you know, performance. She mm-hmm. gives a potted plant to E.T. as a kind of peace offering. Very sweet. Um, it's dying the flowers a little bit, but he's able to revive them, bringing them into full bloom. Yeah, and the so, um, the next extended kid goes, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, dead plant, not a great gift. No. Um, yeah. Fuck but, you. <laughs> but in a very short period of time, we've established that this motherfucker has superpowers. So important to the rest of the movie. Um, Elliot has the creature hide in his closet the next day as everyone goes to school. While everybody's away, including Elliot, E.T. gets bored, man. Best scene in the movie. He's not going to sit in a fucking closet all day. So he's he's checking out the house. He goes to the fridge. He's eating. He does not like potato salad. Potato salad is bullshit. Everyone knows that. Exactly. Yeah, he throws that shit right on the floor. Yeah. Um, but he finds the cores. Hell the yeah, banquet beer. <laughs> and he drinks a few. <laughs> he starts watching TV. My man gets a little hammered. <laughs> He's also wearing a, just a flannel shirt for some reason. I know, right? It's like he just keeps walking into shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As, just we, like as a, we learned from Deadpool, he's shirt cocking it. <laughs> he is, yeah, he is shirt cocking it crazy. He's going straight Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> now... This is an interesting turn in the movie because we learn as an audience that E.T. has formed a mental bond with Elliot, like a sort of psychokinetic weirdo bond. And their feelings carry over to each other, um, including the effects of alcohol, apparently. So as E.T. gets fucking hammered, Elliot finds himself uh, get a little loopy in class and they're about to dissect frogs. but that's a gruesome fucking scene. Yeah, it is. He's yeah. like fucking dropping chloroform, fucking uh, I know, right? Palm balls. I'm like, god damn. I've no, I mean, I was only a year removed from high school when this came out, and the frogs we dissected were already very fucking dead. Yeah, he's like, he's like, don't worry, you're gonna see, the, you're gonna get to see the beating heart. Yeah, right. Um, don't also, worry, they don't feel a thing. They don't feel a thing. Also, the teacher was stone cold. He's like, you don't have to watch them die, but you yeah. can if you want to. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine? Also, I don't think today they let them dissect anything anymore because they're not giving scalpels to kids. No, that's very true. We did. Uh, they don't need scalpels yeah. when they have guns. Yeah. Sorry, I'll be quiet now. Well, they had that where I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll dissect a frog with a forty-five. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna dissect your ass, motherfucker. <laughs> so keep talking as- shit. As Elliot gets more and more inebriated because E.T. is getting more and more inebriated, yeah. he, he finds himself really relating to these frogs, you know, maybe maybe thinking about E.T. being trapped or something. Who fucking knows? In the closet. Um, <laughs> 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 now I'm trapped in this closet. 
and Take I'm an alien. In the <laughs> and then wow. they came over here and he pulled out a gun. <laughs> and the dog barked at me and I had some cores like. <laughs> the dog has some cores. I'm not well. going to lie. As much of yeah. a piece of shit as R. Kelly is, fucking mm-hmm. trapped in the closet is fucking brilliantly hilarious. Yeah, because it's fucking 17 minutes long. It's brilliant ignorance is what it is. I have never heard that song. It's anymore. hilarious. Oh, you just got to watch the video that goes with it. Like, because it's no, hilarious. That's right. I, I, I think I won't. Oh, yeah. Doug. very happy where I am with it. And there's I, no reason. For it's, to it's not because I'm not telling you to watch it because it's good. I'm telling you to watch it because it's so bad. Well, again, we've had this conversation about Tiger King. I, I, this no, is different. I don't I don't need it in my life. But this there's is no different. When there's it's, no more music <clears throat> left and no more TV shows left, I'll watch those two things. Do you? Do you ever remember this from back in the day, Eric? And I've, I've been looking for this ever, and I can't find it. Maybe if you can, like, I don't know if Daniel still has a copy of this, but the old uh, uh, Drunky Says thing where he would, like, do the whole trapped in the closet as Drunky the Bear. I have no idea, man. Oh, God, it was, like, the best thing that. ever. It was so fucking hilarious. They did they did this, like, 25-minute segment where him just, like, singing about, like, being trapped or something, like, as, as the bear costume, and it was uh, the best thing ever. No. I never heard it, but now I'll ask him about it. I'll be like, hey, man, remember this shit from like fucking 15 years ago? Yeah, they probably forgot about it on purpose, but, you know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Elliot's hammered. He's he's letting the frogs free, man. Yeah, Fly! Fly, little frog. Get the fuck out of here. And also, there was a chaos. shit ton more frogs than I remember getting chloroformed. There was a thousand. There were frogs. way more frogs than <laughs> there should have been. Yeah. Also, chloroform um, doesn't really kill, does it? It just knocks you out. Yeah, well, I think with a small animal like that, it probably does kill it. Probably kill it yeah. Maybe. Now, this is an interesting moment. I right? want to Google search, can chloroform kill frogs? But I don't want to get like a, a fucking <laughs> yeah. FBI, FBI yeah, list. <laughs> On the list, buddy. Don't yeah. do that. Can I so do like E.T. movie research, can chloroform kill frogs? <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to help. That's not going to help. Um, Joe asked me earlier before we started, guess the one scene he liked in this movie. This is it. And I said, the one where E.T. gets drunk and then gets horny watching TV <laughs> and psychically makes two children kiss. And Joe said, fuck yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's what happens. Um, E.T.'s watching a romantic film where the the leads kiss and Elliot you know it's mirroring it so yeah. ellie grabs the girl in his class that you know they sort of have a little crush going on and feels this surge of emotion that prompts him to kiss her and it's cute it Her really is cute. and then at the end it goes it took her, like her half feet, a day you see to her do feet that like too. click <laughs> like yes but this is a, like this is what? the fun part of this movie i'm like okay give me more of this this is what i want to see well i don't know when i watch john wayne on tv i get a lot of emotions and most of them rage because he's such a fucking racist bigoted prick or it was <laughs> um anyway but um i lost what was i gonna say oh it just it took half a day to do the scene because um because he was so harry thomas was so embarrassed about doing it oh really that oh. he couldn't work himself up to it he was so petrified and he finally they finally got it done so oh man they, yes. they should have just given him a few quarters yeah yes and yeah. for those that don't know this little girl grew up to be you know erica you know eleniac from baywatch oh i did not know that holy shit. oh yes I didn't know that either. so um and i because uh, yeah reading reading the trivia on it 
This movie actually has two stars who, who post for Playboy, Har and Drew Barrymore. <laughs> oh my God. Yep. And wow. Yeah, she was, uh, she was, like I said, 10 years after this movie was made, people were looking at her in a much different way. Yep. Mostly guys, and it was pretty gross, probably. Yeah. I did not yep. know that. And then they were blaming yeah. it on aliens, you know, taking over their... <laughs> yes. Their, exactly. their, I didn't do it. The E.T. made me do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, she was in the fantastic Steven Seagal movie, Under Siege. Oh, my God. She was Under the girl who pops out of the cake. Oh, shit. Ship. That's her. What? And I didn't have to look the shit up. I knew that. <laughs> of course. I knew that very well. I know way more about her resume than anybody has a right to. <laughs> oh, no. I could probably tell her shit about her resume. So, all right, God let's damn. move on. You learn something new every day. It's interesting, man. I didn't yeah. But this yeah. is the best scene of this entire movie. And I wish if the rest of this movie was like this, I would have loved this movie. Because it was fun. Uh-huh. It wasn't just some bullshit. It was actually fun. But none of it was just some bullshit. <clears throat> That's, true. A, That's true. Sometimes scary, heartfelt, touching movie is what it was. We'll, we'll, we'll argue at the end. Of Honestly, the this Don't this work. was complete bullshit. <laughs> That's why I, I want bullshit. <laughs> um, so after Elliot gets home that evening, he finds that Gertie has helped teach E.T. to talk. Yeah. Um, and really, just from watching Sesame Street, man, I can't say enough about how I fucking learned to talk from Sesame Street. So yeah, yeah, it's it's <laughs> we all did, man. You know, um, so now my man is talking in a limited way. Um, now that he's communicating, he decides Ellie decides to name him ET for extraterrestrial, and explains that. Um, well, ET then attempts to explain. He's not doing a great job yet. But he's pointing to comic book strips and the sky. Yeah. You know. Home, home. He he wants to build a machine to communicate with his home planet so they can come get his ass. He's calling the space Uber so he can get the fuck out of here. I mean, um, it's just like that scene in Captain Marvel. Pretty much. Just like that yeah. scene in Captain Marvel. Uh, you know, the space pager, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, oh, we don't know this. Spell. We don't know this yet, but it, not great for et being on this planet yeah yeah you spelled that wrong the word is nuisance (laughs) (laughs) uh so later that evening elliot and michael go through the garage looking for items to use for this machine michael knows that et don't look so good which elliot you know tells him shut the fuck up about my friend (laughs) he's very defensive but he says no you know we're fine on some like bro he's he's looking real fucking gray he's looking gray bro like me and uh yeah he says we're fine what do you mean we're fine got a mouse in your pocket weird (laughs) symbiosis going on you know um while this is happening there's a van outside and uh it's listening in on their conversation so these government goons these uh alien hunters are clearly closing in on these kids um, we cut to Halloween, and oh no, I'm sorry, I skipped the clip. Yeah, you Jesus did. I Christ, was, I was wondering. You what clip the skip? Fuck. This is uh, this is a clip showcasing more child acting. So it's Joe's favorite shit ever. Joe, hit yeah. that clip. Here's <laughs> beat Battlestar Galactica. Bandit? Oh. I was feeling a little ill yesterday. Bananas. And a bongo to beat? Intoxicated? 
Ball sack. Big old. <laughs> you sure you have it right, Elliot? Big ass titty. But B is for a boy with a baseball and bat. Who with one might be not everything. It's a big good. And banjo. Okay, I'll be right down. Thank you. Pretty. I have to go pick up Elliot. Will you be a good girl and stop? Mommy, he can talk. Of course he can talk. I'll be right back in ten minutes. Stay there. Ladies and gentlemen, little flower here will demonstrate by cheating himself two times. Two times. Two times. Okay, can I start? Okay, go ahead, Grover. Okay, here we go. Phone. Oh, yes, what a perfect day. Phone. Phone. No, no, not like in your face. Phone. You want to call somebody? Better call Tyrone. <laughs> Imagine being in the fucking vocal booth for the who did the voice of ET? Maybe that's all. Oh, dude, I looked it up. You did you? What do we it's have? A, but this is the best trivia of all the trivia for this fucking movie. The voice of ET is an old lady who smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. So they got her for her old gravelly voice. She worked for 10 hours and got paid 400 bucks. No, no, $1,000. What the fuck? A little under $1,000. She got like $938. But it's this little old lady with a gravelly old. I, I You know what I picture? I picture Napoleon Dynamite's mom. Like That's I picture, what this woman looked I like. I picture Max's mom from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Same kind of And by mind. the way. In that clip, you want to know who ET was going to call? He's going to call CPS because the mom is leaving a six-year-old girl home alone yeah. by herself. <laughs> Are you out of your fucking mind, lady? Uh, it was That's 1982. Who he was this is 1982, though. You know. Yeah, come on. Man. I'm sorry. Again, I was around in '82. You didn't do that shit, okay? It wasn't all like you know. Maybe in the '70s you did with the hippies, but those goddamn hippies. But yeah. She was a she was a latchkey six year old. This is California. Exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's who ET was calling. He was calling child protective services. She's just lucky her mom didn't give her to Jerry Lee Lewis or, or uh, Steven Tyler. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh so anyway, on Halloween, th- we, we get a little Halloween in this movie. By the way, if you're keeping score, there are two Star Wars references in this film so far. Yep. The action figures. And the Yoda impression, which was really good by that kid. Yeah, he did all right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, Elliot and Michael dress E.T. up in a sheet, passing him off to their mother as Gertie dressed up as a ghost. Fucking ridiculous. Yep. Because you can, it's, your argument that she's a bad mom, really a lot of traction here because that not only is it clearly not your daughter, but it's just a fucking mound of flesh. We know better. If you're wearing a white sheet, you're not a ghost. You're a clan member. (laughs) That costume is not, that's not an acceptable costume anymore. Yes. And like clown members, uh, also clown clown members. That's a better way to say it. Clown. He's a a Ku Klux clown. Ku Klux clown. Um, yeah, so they have this whole plan. Gertie's already left with Elliot's bicycle. And she's gone to a specific point above where they live to meet them. Once the three meet their, uh, her there, Gertie trades places with E.T. 
And then Elliot and E.T. head off to assemble and activate the machine they had built out of fucking a speaking spell and an umbrella and some aluminum foil and a a saw blade saw blade (laughs) which earlier in the film elliot cuts his finger on and et heals with a magic touch revealing his third superpower Um, yeah and by the way just to to harp more on how they let this little girl run amok even her brothers suck all right you let this little girl go by herself up in the fucking mountain I'm sorry, but on Halloween, even when I was a kid on Halloween, the rule was you never went anywhere alone. Ever. Yeah. yeah. You also, your friends. Yeah. You stuck with your friends. Always have a did, partner. Did we forget? And these little six-year-olds riding a bike up in the fucking mountains. Did we forget the nah. beginning of this movie where they're talking about active coyote sightings? <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Coyotes and running all, fucking there, muck. There yeah. are actual coyote sightings in this movie. Oh. oh yes, Peter Coyote. Yeah, there you go. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, um, played. well played, Doug. You're on a roll tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hold new, on. new dad. I, my uh, <laughs> my soundboard's not working, but I would give you the. the I'll just All give right. you this instead. Fuck you, Doug. Yeah. 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 Point there of you pride, go. baby. Take B, it. I'll take it. Battlestar baseball bats. Big ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> so Elliot and ET head off. They build the machine. They go through the forest. Um, E.T., of course, perched in in a like a basket on the handlebars. Um, Elliot loses control of his bike. He starts racing down this steep-ass hill towards a cliff. He panics, thinking they're going to fucking die, but the bike flies safely over the precipice. And God damn it, Joe, this next clip, the greatest, greatest, greatest composer in cinema, um, the real star of this movie, yeah. John Williams. Take it away. Come on, help me. I'm gonna be waiting for you, Elliot. Just come back for sure. Shit is pure fucking magic, dude. Yep. You know one of the best parts about that is? Hmm. You know what time signature that's in? No. It's in six. (laughs) Which is not seems hard. Yep, and then it switches to four in the middle and then goes back to six. 
So oh, what are we? One, John two, Williams three, fucking four, five, six. One, two, three, 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 four, five, six. One. That's a odd time signature. Yeah, I want to hear John Fuck Williams. Polyphia, baby. Fucking John Williams. Math rock band. <laughs> also, on. I love things that are in either six, three, or triplet feel, like a four with a six, eight feel. Um, I love things that are in six, nine time. Yeah, yeah. noise. And jo- and Doug's also, you know, a triplet. It's fine. Yeah. More twins. Do you know how six nine would count? Yes. What's that? Do you know how six nine would count? No, I, I do not. Yeah. I know how it's done. Actually, yeah, that's exactly how I do it. Yeah. So I actually was a music major. Doug's really tired. He's getting very loopy. I was a music major in school. That was my my actual major when I went to college for the two and a half years I went. And now you're on a roof, Joe. Come on. I can I can actually read. I can read sheet music still. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I can't read that shit. No, I can't do that. I and, did and I know like, like some music theory. Yeah. And well, I played this song 500 times because so um, I was in band all through middle school, high school and college, obviously. And um, we would at our graduations, the the actual symphonic orchestra band would play for the entire time that the the uh, people were walking up to get their diplomas. And we'd have these medley songs, and in them were included all the John Williams songs. So I'd play E.T. all the fucking time. Yep. And the song backwards in my sleep. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was nice. amazing. Nice. And when you have a 2,000, you know, student graduating class, it goes on for a while. Yeah. Can you explain why that music hits so hard on an emotional level? It's the brass fanfare mixed with, like, the strings and the orchestration. This the swelling fucking yeah triumphant well, nature of it. You have um well, the way it works is you have like a fast pace in the background, but then you have like a very epic like like lush like a ballad almost like horns. So you have that mixed with the pizzicato strings in the background, kind of speeding it up, and that feel in six just kind of creates this kind of like swirling atmosphere that you know really builds it up. It sounds good. Oh, mm-hmm. swirl me, baby. Swirl me all day long. That shit makes me feel like a little kid. Yeah. Um, also, you have right, counter so melody, which is great. Don't but, don't talk, don't talk about counter melody, son. Mm, I know. See, this is my favorite. This this in the beer drinking is the best part of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I really like that part where he makes the kids kiss. Like, don't say that, Joe. Don't well, do that. I I just like the part where they were drinking and he was like running into the wall and shit. <laughs> You know, E.T. didn't go for any of those cans of V8 tomato juice. Either. I know. I thought he was going to drink that and go like, this is shit. Yeah, this is bullshit. <laughs> um, so they make the machine work, and it begins to send a signal out into space. Elliot, of course, is exhausted. He falls asleep. When he wakes up the next day in the woods with no sign of his pal, he goes home where his mom has been you know, worried, obviously, afraid something happened to him. Yeah, now she calls the police. The police should have been called on her, like at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Carl's yeah. Jr. deems you to be an unfit mother. <laughs> Carl's uh, Jr., El- I'm eating. Fuck you. <laughs> Elliot pleads with Michael to find E.T. So Michael goes to the forest, finds this this alien, and he looks fucking like a dried piece of dog doo-doo. Yeah. Like, oh, it is- it's awful. It looks so bad. <sighs> It is, 
it's another one of those scenes that fucking scarred me as a kid why does he look like that um he's barely breathing he's in a storm train and there's a raccoon ready to eat him yeah, yeah. <laughs> on, on his fucking fuck. neck wrinkles yes. and shit exactly. and, and a lot of child actors in this movie that was actually rocket raccoon as a child oh shit <laughs> deep cut deep yep. cut um somehow michael gets him home i don't know how but um this is where they finally show et to their mom yeah and even this scene is kind of weird and horrifying like just the the interaction and et's reaching out he's almost dead just fucking whoops um elliot but here's where it's fucked up elliot also sick because you remember that bond that they have he's looking pasty and he's his breathing's all shallow and stuff and he tells his mom that um there's something going on joe if you want to hit this next clip things are getting fucking real mom would you come with me what is it mary just come with me michael what mom remember the goblin michael what are you talking about just swear the most excellent promise you can make michael That's terrific. It's not a lie. <laughs> so like the direction for the old like smoker lady they're like all right so what i want you to do is pretend you're having an orgasm she's like i don't know if you're a howard stern if you're a howard stern fan et sounds a lot like eric the little person i don't want to use the non-politically oh, yeah, yeah. correct version he sounds like eric and uh Rest in rest in power. Rest in power, Eric, the little He's person. He's gone. Yes. But, oh man. Uh, he sounds like him anyway. He kind of looks like him too, because Eric was fucked up looking. Oh no. So. No, no, no. I'll stop. Um <laughs> so yeah, she's obviously wanting to run the fuck out of the house, but immediately astronauts invade. invade I know. Yeah, right? like, I'm like, why are they wearing like full NASA suits? Like it is scary. Is that as fucking fuck. like Neil uh Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong? Yeah, right. It is the scariest astronaut scene I've ever seen in my life because they are full on Frankensteining into that fucking house. Arms stretched out. It is it's they're like, we can't find any hazmat suits to so just put on these extra spacesuits we have laying around. Yeah. Is it had a very close encounters vibe too that whole Should have walked that bitch and said, Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, but if you notice, you got the astronaut dudes. Then you got people in mid-level suits. Then yeah. you got people in low-level suits. Then you got people in no suits. Yeah, yeah. It's like the budget ran out and they couldn't get all everybody in space suits. Yeah. And then you got people wearing fucking 
like clean room suits with hoses that don't connect anything. Yeah. Well, you know. You know. A, so. yeah. He's like, Armageddon yeah. it done. <laughs> um, that is true. Yeah, the prop department, you know, like, listen, we have three fucking spacesuits, guys. Like, at, yeah, at some exactly. point, I'm just waiting like for this to be Elliot's fever dream when he like he wakes up from it. Because like that, <laughs> in his mind, like people would come in like astronaut suits instead of like the actual shit they would come in, which is like a SWAT team. <laughs> so uh it's here that the man with the keys on his belt loop on his belt loop who we have been calling the man with the keys he returns he's kind of in charge of this whole show um he's like and you, you thought know, i was just the janitor yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean all the spacesuit people and the government people they seal the house off they tent it up it's it's a whole fucking scene and they set up like this medical unit there to you know basically examine et and elliot side by side because they're both sick um keys kind of explains to the kid to elliot that they found the machine they built in the forest they want to know how how it works what it does and they want to know how to save et they're not there to hurt him you know they just want to understand what's happening um he actually you know this is sort of the change in this character because he's been a, a nemesis in the movie in your mind he, he tells Elliot that he's had the same kind of childlike wonder about aliens and, and that finding one is sort of like his lifelong dream. So he's been waiting for this moment his whole life. It's inferred. Um, I've been waiting. That he met E.T. when he was 10. Yeah, he got probed. He's like. Like he 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 knew who or he met one of that species. He's like. Yeah. Hey, when hey, he was 10. Hey, yeah, very, that's just again. It's the lore behind, you know. Or at the very What's least, saw something. Yeah, but, you know. saw right, exactly, exactly. So, Joe, if you want to hit this next clip, we get the heart of the man with the keys. Elliot, I've been to the forest. Shouldn't talk now. Well, he has to talk now, Major. Elliot, that machine. What does it do? Your mom. <laughs> Is it still working? It's doing something. Mm-hmm. What? I really shouldn't tell. He came to me. He came to me. Elliot, he came to me too. I've been See? wishing for this since I was 10 years old. I don't want him to die. What can we do that we're not already doing? He needs to go home. He's cores. He's calling his people. He needs to ride the silver bullet. I don't know where they are. He needs to go home. Elliot, I don't think that he was left here intentionally. But his being here is a miracle, Elliot. It's a miracle. And you did the best that anybody could do. I'm glad he met you first. But I'm even gladder he met me first. Well, you know, it is kind nature. He's glad he glad he came upon this boy instead of one of these fucking assholes. Um E.T. separates himself from Elliot in their symbiosis and immediately dies. But uh, Elliot gets better. 
and it's a sad scene and it's movies insidious in that it made me upset that this creature that i hated for the whole movie died <laughs> exactly not me i'm like finally the shit's over <laughs> <laughs> um michael the older brother realizes that et dies by watching a plant wilt and die like it was super fucked up yeah um, i was of, tearing up today yeah just not not cool steven um the medical team attempts to revive et but he dies and before they take him away keys kind of gives elliot a little one-on-one you know time to say goodbye um elliot explains that et must be dead because he can't feel anything anymore can't feel that connection um but when elliot tells et that he loves him and turns away he sees the flowers that were dying before returning to life so super super symbolic super spielbergy but his love for et gives him life in that moment we yeah. figure out real quickly that it's just the spaceship's closed you know, i but... love you et don't die <laughs> Yeah, but it was again. It's that childlike wonder. It's like the magic of love. I can't leave um, this room because Keys is banging my mom in the other one. <laughs> That's coming yeah. late. That's in the sequel. Hmm. Um, yeah, when Keys is, becomes his new daddy and stuff. Yeah, he's like, you know, uh, Keys can open any locks. So ET wakes up and he, you know, he's looking good and shit. He's looking fresh. Phone home, 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 phone home. Phone home, phone home, phone home, phone home, phone home, phone home. I'm like, shut the fuck up already. My man is hyped. Even Elliot's like, okay, like, I get it. Like, shut the fuck up. He's like, but they pay me every time I say it. Yeah, we gotta get 20 of them. That's why I keep saying this shit. They pay me every time I say it. I mean, are you sure you're not the smartest guy in the world? Well, see, that's why the old lady got $938. They went by the phone home. Yeah. That sucks, man. Yeah, she got her money for ET&T. Like imagine a world in which fucking you know, I don't know another iconic voice, yeah, like fucking Darth Vader, and they're like, all right, now we'll cut you a check for fifty and order you a pizza, man, go home. Yeah. He's like, the force is strong through AT and T cellular and long distance. <laughs> yeah, man, that's fucked up. One eight hundred call ATT. So ET. I said was carrot top. I fucking remember those carrot top commercials back in the day. <laughs> Oh my the God. collect call carrot talk commercials that, oh, they were so good that man is a king in las vegas dude yeah, he's from orlando he uh oh, yeah. he's a rich motherfucker yeah, apparently he's a cool ass fucking dude too yes he very much is like he he's genuine yeah I, like everything i've ever heard about him is how like how legitly awesome yep. he is as a person I mean, he's he's been he's had a residency in vegas for god it's got to be almost 20 years and he sells out every show it's not a big theater, but he sells that every show. And after every single show, he's out in the audience taking pictures, doing selfies with people, just talking to people about their lives and stuff. Yeah, I've, all, very, I've, very I've never cool heard a dude. bad word about him from anybody. No. Yep. Except for the whole steroids thing, you know. I mean, who yeah. cares? You know, if he wants to I become know. a jacked fucking ginger, who cares? Yes, exactly. But yeah, he's a very, very cool dude. I've seen and there's your ET talk for tonight. In, in uh, Winter Park and stuff. It's, oh, hey, it's care time fucking yeah shredded what was that movie in the 80s he was in like the uh, chairman of the board was yes. it a Paulie shore movie I don't was it i think no it i think it was his top. like it was his yeah i think it was like his lone foray into hollywood hmm. like, i don't yeah. remember 
That was a long time ago. I wonder uh, if IMDb yeah. has them as Carrot Top or if they have them as... Uh, no, I think it's Scott, Scott, Carrot, Scott Carrot Top Thompson. Yeah, chairman yeah. of the board. There you go. Nice call, Eric. Fucking hey, man. Look yeah. at that. Jesus Christ. All right. With Larry Miller. All the synapses are firing. Pew. Chairman of the board. But I can't remember <laughs> where I was last week. Um, so E.T.'s a life. And he, oh, in the best way he can, he explains that his planet's people will be returning to get him. So Elliot manages to hide the fact that E.T.'s alive and then hatches a plan with Michael to get him to the forest. Um, get him Michael to the plane. has his friends take Elliot's bike and there's to a playground at the top of a nearby hill. And in that moment, we get the shortest clip and one of the funniest lines in the fucking movie when he's explaining what's going on to Michael's friends with this alien. He's a man from outer space, and we're taking him to a spaceship. Well, can he just beam up? This is reality, Greg. <laughs> yeah, like, shut the fuck up, Greg. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is reality, <laughs> you dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> This this fucking alien has like four sets of superpowers so far, yep. and my man suggests very reasonably, like, can he beam up? Like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Do I look like fucking Scotty over here? <laughs> yeah. God, who brought Brett? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Every time I hear Brett. the name Brett now, I think I always want to say it as Brit because that's how they say it in Flight of the Concords. Yes. Well, that's because his name is Brett. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's actually spelled Brett though. In the show, no, it's not. yeah, no, it shows B R E T T, oh, and they call is? him Brit. Yeah, right. it's like a New I Zealand thing. Apologies. No, you okay. learned something new, man. Yeah. Um. So Brett and the gang, they, uh, you know, they get the bikes, the whole thing. Michael and Elliot steal a van with ET's fucking container in it, yeah. and they make their way to the playground. This is a cool scene. This is a cool actiony yes. scene. Very, very well good. shot. Um. Very tense. You get. You know, Elliot removing the little pins that hold this yeah. this tube. Although that backs. wouldn't have mattered because that plastic would have been shredded through like oh, five blocks ago. That's but you have to plastic. Government. You have to note that he removed those pins with a very maniacal smile on his yeah, face. He oh, he loved it. I also <laughs> love how all the cop cars just say "government agency" on the side of them. Yes, yes. I know. No, yes. it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. With the old uh, early 80s K cars, the Chrysler K cars. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and like yeah. the, the, the sticker side literally just says like government agency vehicle or some shit like that. Yeah. So I'll say from the moment that Elliot and Michael escape the house in the van until the credits roll, yeah. I'm fucking in love with this movie. Also, one of my favorite things is how do we hide all these stunt bikers? Just put them in hoodies. Oh, it's hoodies, hysterical. Man. Like, Elliot is suddenly a grown man riding a BMX bike. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking Travis Pastrana over here. Fucking gigantic. My man's shoulders got broad as fuck. <laughs> also, talking about resting in, uh, in power, uh, Ken Block passed away, and that one hit me hard. I know. Oh. I know. I fucking love Ken Block. Yeah. Yeah, man. I first I first found out about him on Ridiculousness, of course. Oh, really? And then, yeah, because he was he was on there quite a bit because he's friends with Deer Deck. Well, these business owners of Deer Deck. They both own DC Shoes. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah. I, but, that's, I learned about him in like 98 when he like when they started DC. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I fell down the rabbit hole on YouTube. And, and oh, guy, the Jim Conner videos. One of, a kind. one of a fucking kind. On Amazon know? Prime, they have a, a behind the scenes of the making of Jim Conner. It's like a 10 episode show about how they made Jim Conner. Oh, wow. It's fucking great. That's cool. Um, he died yeah, in a snowmobile accident. Of, like, I know, dude. Those things are dangerous. Yeah, um, and that guy. I mean, if you've never like watched Ken Block, 
and like anything he's done, it's amazing what he does with the yeah. car. Like what he was yeah. able to do with a car is stuff that should not be possible. Um, one of my favorite things ever on the, I think it was Top Gear still, uh, was when he took James May for a ride, Captain Slow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just yeah epic. that must have been cool. Epic yep. videos. Rest in peace, dude. Yeah, like fucking just legendary, legendary dude. Way to bring it down, man. God. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm raising him up. I'm talking about how great he is. I guess that's fine. <laughs> also, you know what he's probably best known for? Being a Rally Cup champion multiple times over. Yes. He'd do something where he like grinded with a like a fucking Volkswagen or something. Like oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Dude, the, the, like the fucking Hoonicorns and the Hoonigans and all those fucking cars. He created these insane like 1500 horsepower Mustang to do these insane stunts and shit. Wow. You, I, Eric, I, I'm home giving you some homework. Watch some videos just called Jim Kana, G G Y M K H A N A. You can pick any of them. There's there's tons and tons of them, and they're amazing. All right, Pornhub or you, YouTube? Yeah, you, YouTube right. probably. Although right. there might be some Pornhub versions, but you know the YouTube ones are really good. I mean, you'll just be like the whole thing, like how the fuck did he even do this with a car? Yeah, like the oh, San yeah. Francisco one. Is... I think the San Francisco one's my favorite. He goes up one of the hills. And at the, it comes to the crest of the hill, the car, he hits it sideways and it slides as it comes to the top of the hill, launches like eight eight or nine feet in the air and then lands on, like lands sideways, almost hits a wall and then takes off down the other street, down back down the hill. Oh. It's just there the insane, the insane control he had over a vehicle. Well, not a snowmobile. I'm sorry. Not a snowmobile, apparently. But I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked up. Look, you know. I'm the king of saying fucked up shit, but that one even got me. Yeah, that was that you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> Not from you. I, I, you know, I had better, you know. I swerved on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I still laughed, but <laughs> I know I got you. Never too soon. Um, so the kids all meet up, and uh, they take ET head for the forest. The government agents start giving chase, so we get these great uh, chase sequences as they race away. Uh, they see a roadblock ahead with armed agents waiting around the cars. And just as it seems, they'll all be captured. E.T. levitates all the kids' bikes. And they fly off towards the woods. And if you didn't think I was going to do another fucking three minutes of just John Williams <laughs> doing shit, fuck you, because here it is. Nope. Fuck you, cuz here it is. Sorry, I had the wrong clip.
ladies and gentlemen, fucking John Williams, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had to fight every urge to count that out, like because it does go from four to six back to four to six, and it's like that's where you get that epic change. Yeah, and, feel. and I, I see what you're saying about all that staccato, like that shit really yeah. gets my blood. In the background, man. Oh my god! It just, it's so good. It's a trademark. And tells tells a story with his music in such a beautiful way. If you watch the footage in conjunction with that music. I mean, towards the end is they're crashing down to the earth. Like it's, it's, it's a magic trick. It's really fucking wonderful. Like they say about John Williams that when he wrote the music for Superman, the music says the word Superman, but there's no vocals in it. It's fucking incredible. But you yeah. Know, yeah. Yeah. He just, he, he's a, he's a magician. It's insane. Um. Anyway, they land and where do they land as night settles but right where et ship lands yep. and we get the saddest fucking goodbye oh my god <laughs> um in in cinematic history i would say elliot's mother and gertie show up shortly afterward gertie and michael say goodbye first and all of these are sad like all of these hit you in the fucking in the gut um <laughs> and he you know references earlier in the film moments that he had with these characters when he was learning how to speak watch the sesame streak and, He's and like, he said be good bye but bitch no he says be good and that's how he leaves it with her be good and she understands gives her the plan you know what i mean like it's this beautiful little vignette um says goodbye to the older brother um michael and then we get to the the big the big goodbye the big tearjerker and that's elliot um this is the last clip i have for you this flew over my head as a kid too the whole thing the ouch thing but we'll we'll talk about it joe if you want to hit this last clip i just want to say goodbye <laughs> there's no, no. goodbye Yes. Hmm. Uh. 
that French horn just sing. Mm. That was my instrument. The bullshit trumpet comes in. So that's the counter melody. The trumpet's got the counter melody. Emotion packed into that little fucking tiny shell of interaction there. And I say it flew over my head as a kid because it truly did. I just thought it was, you know, oh, he doesn't know how to speak that well. But to say in that moment, they can't fathom being apart again. So ET saying, hey, man, just come with me. Yeah. Like, just just come. Yeah. And, and for him to respond by just saying, stay, stay. like we can't. Oh, mm-hmm. like, I almost died and it was three days. Yeah, it's very <laughs> exactly. Then he pulls out the world's first fleshlight for her. No, don't <laughs> say that. How dare you? Um, yeah, it's very fucking touching, man. And then the ouch that follows it is like, oh my god, yeah, like this is the pain yeah. of knowing that we can't fucking be together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so very emotionally complex especially for a kid's movie yep um and that's the end of the movie that's et oh, you forgot the christmas ornament takes off and fucking shits out a rainbow for some reason that's <laughs> true it did that was a yeah, little much was... <laughs> that was a little much i was like again i didn't remember that like, like, i know again, this is joe, california this, right. <laughs> this cut this cut does some fucking strange things joe god damn it's like, that's not how rainbows yeah. work <laughs> oh and I, just real quick apparently in, in that scene and well more for, for henry thomas anytime he had to cry he all he did was think about his dead his dog dying the day his dog died and that made him cry and um uh drew barrymore cried in that scene because she she he apparently thought that uh et was really going home that et was real and she thought he was going back to the moon what and she was sad that was real kid tears like the way oh that was just kind of like that was yeah. exactly yeah 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 it was like that was ugly cry that was six-year-old ugly cry yes yes and let let we'll say allegedly she thought he was really going back or she was never going to see him again which he wasn't um yeah i mean yeah. that 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 tracks yeah. for me then she's in and like, i'm just saying she's at craft stopped, services and see the dude with no legs who the fuck are you <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just what saying once i started getting into the michael jackson portion of the movie trivia i stopped fucking reading Oh yeah, I don't yeah. want to know a thing about it. Cause... Nope. No. Nope. Okay. Thank you. So yeah, we e dot t dotted the fuck out of this thing. And uh, with that said, there's really not much left to do except for. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, 
just don't go. After Roman numeral two, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic. Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go. You love me. You really love me. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Are you not entertained? Are you? Are you not entertained? <laughs> I am. When are we doing that movie? We already did the mask from from that clip, and we got to do Gladiator too. We do. We do indeed. Yeah. So as you know, we rate all of our movies on Masters of the Cinematic Universe on a scale of one to five, five being the best, one being dog shit, zero is acceptable, and we've even had people on this show give scores of 10 and above, so yeah. there are no rules, uh, it's just right, Outback Steakhouse. Hmm, right? <laughs> um, Doug, yes, give sir. us your thoughts. All right. E. So... Again, I, I hadn't seen this movie. I, you know, I saw it when it came out in the theaters in 1982. I was 18, 19. So I could drink at that point. And um, so this movie didn't mean as much to me, you know. So it wasn't one of those I went back to the theater multiple times to see. And then I probably watched it again with my kids in the mid-90s. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it is sort of one of those movies that I missed the window on because my kids weren't born yet and I was a little too old to get enchanted by it. So, yeah. I mean, the tears I had today were just me being me. I mean, I cry at the drop of a fucking hat. So, um, but I dig the movie because again, I, I look at the significance of it as a film, the significance of it for Spielberg's career. Cause in 82, he was huge, but he w still wasn't, Spielberg, you know, he had more to come. He had Indiana Jones, yes, but he he was just getting started, so to speak, relatively speaking, given the 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 breadth and scope of his career. So, I mean, all that said, even watching today, it's a lot of dated stuff that ver this version of it was just fucked up. Um, I still have to give it a solid four point out of five. Nice, I, I nice. have to because it, it it's too important not to. I, I respect that man and I was I was I was worried <laughs> especially yeah. you know this after you agreed with Joe like which never happens <laughs> <laughs> you agreed with Joe which that's a sign of the apocalypse as we all know <laughs> yeah and uh yeah this is not a strong cut of this movie so that's right you know I can't um, hate on it I just there's no way I can hate on it I can make fun of it yeah but I think I'm making fun of it out of reverence to it you know what I mean like that's I the way exactly I look at it it's mean. Yeah. It's like just one of those things, but I I can't hate on it. I have to, you know, uh, much respect, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I just can't not. So, yeah. Well, Joe, you can hate on it. I was saying, well, I can hate on it. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts? Honestly, I'm, I'm not really going to hate on it. I didn't think it was a bad movie. I didn't dislike the movie. I, I, I just, it's the thing with me and like child actors doing too much. And like child actors driving the narrative, like I just don't like care for it. It's not that it's bad. The acting was good. The story was fairly solid. I, like I said, this version kind of screwed it up because 
while I'm watching this, I'm like thinking like this could be an hour and a half and be great. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm the one who fucked up and got the two hour version. So <laughs> this is me doing this to myself. Yeah, I added I, I added time to this misery. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Uh, you although did the scene that got added was him trying to kill himself, which at one point I wish I was trying to do <laughs> too. So just saying. Um, I, I the acting was good. The story was good. What they did for their time period was good. Um, the beer scene got me. Uh, I well, love John. Did he Williams. just fucking date me, Eric. What they did for their time. For their time. Is that the yeah. way you view my fucking contributions to this show in JSM? What he did for his time. It's pretty this, good. This fucking dinosaur <laughs> over here. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, if you uh, if you ca- account for inflation, <laughs> you're in the my, top ten. If we count for inflation, my dick is fifteen. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you're in the top ten if you count for inflation, Doug. Exactly. <laughs> so you should take that as a compliment. I do. All right. Sorry, Joe. It's cool. Like um, you know. I'm just over here, you know, in gaming it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Uh, No, but um, the thing is, it's hard with ratings because how much of it is, is the movie good versus did I enjoy it? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm going to, and this, this is one of those rare occasions where like, I'm not going to let my non-enjoyment of it take down what actually was quality. Um, You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I'll, I'll split the difference there in that and I'll give it the quality aspects of it will get give basically pulled score back up from the parts that I just didn't enjoy but that's like I said that's that's on me it's not about that's not the movie's fault that's my fault right. I just don't like that kind of stuff um, that being said I'll, I'll probably go somewhere in like the 3.6 range very oh, nice cool. very fair you were very I agree. fair yes I yeah agree. I try to be fair because like I said that. it's not the movie's fault it's my fault <laughs> No, you. But you had some good points too. I mean, listen, this this is a very Spielbergian trope, but to have child actors lead the movie is a tough thing. And I think he does a good job at getting performances oh, they, out of kids. Great but, performance. I just hate it. <laughs> yeah, but but to be fair, it's not the strongest acting in the world. And you know, there are moments, especially with um, you know, the Elliot character, where you're like, oh man, that's a little cringy. Like, it's, yeah, it's the not, Elliot yeah. kid's the one I like the least. The other, the other child actors aren't bad, is him. I'm just like his voice, too. yeah, so yeah. fucking high pitch and whiny. I get that. It's, that's a tough thing to, to do and to try to pull it off as many times as he has. It's like, god damn, dude, that's mm-hmm. those are big swings with kids because they can tank a movie if they're if they suck. See, that's where Jurassic Star Park Wars. hits the perfect balance because you have the child actors, but you also have the adult actors, and they're both carrying right. equal weight. Whereas yeah, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. all the kid actors and the adults are just the bad guys. Mm-hmm. And next week, we're going to do Oliver Twist. No. <laughs> <laughs> just for Joe. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, that's my personal taste. It, it's not no, against I, the movies, just I don't like it. Listen, I, 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 there are movies like this in that genre that I can't watch because of exactly what you've described, Joe. So I, I connect with what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But and I don't want to, like, bring this movie down to, like, a shitty score mm-hmm. because of my, you know, biases. No, I get you. Mm-hmm. Bottom I, line, I, it's it's a movie. It's not a movie you'd watch again. I'm not I mean, going to watch it again, but I, I can't tell anybody else not I to watch it. I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. But I'm not going to yeah. tell anybody else that you shouldn't watch it at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with most of what you guys said, to be honest with you. This this movie holds a weird place in my head because of yeah. the childhood fear. So, like, revisiting it is a strange... There's a, there's a lot of strange phenomenon there. Um, so I try to push past that because... It is weird to be that afraid of a movie that everybody fucking loved. Um, and and I see it as a really solid 
um spielberg movie like it does all of the things that i love about his films it's like i i mentioned before it's the wonder and the awe and the you know the awe shocks like shots of people looking at things in 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 amazement yeah i love that stuff man and i love i love the way he does it um the innocence of this movie is attractive to me and there are moments where i feel like it exceeds um most films you know most similar Mm -hmm. films and you know some of those john williams moments that i played you know long clip by the way if you're listening to this in your car i hope you listen to that loud and you roll you're welcome what can i say except (laughs) welcome and everyone in traffic just looked at you like what the fuck is this guy listening to um those moments sort of transcend like the average cinema going experience for me, like the bike flying scenes and all that there, they easily land somewhere on a top 10 or 20 list of like best cinematic moments of all time mm-hmm. for me. Um, so that, that bumps the score up a lot. I'm going to give it a 4.2 out of five. Nice. Um, probably be a little higher if we had, fresh eyes on the original cut but Maybe. man this thing goddamn stinks uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but luck- luckily it dissuaded steven spielberg from ever wanting to do that again yes and while like we're he- on things that stink eric Ryan, Brianna, eric. <laughs> oh god eric <laughs> so now I- that I- sounds more like eric the little person than even yeah. the movie does Eric, that clip. Eric, exactly. Eric. Um, that ride though, you guys need to tear that fucking thing down. No, I love that ride. Bulldoze that fucking. <laughs> Look, Jesus if, if they're going to do anything, get rid of the Simpsons and put Back to the Future back in. It's the same ride. It's just literally the same that. ride. They're not going to do that. Um, tear tear the fucking Fast and Furious out and put Earthquake back in. Doug, have you ridden this thing? This ride? I didn't in the early nineties. Okay, so okay. when it in the early yeah. '90s is one thing because it was like kind of new. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. They imagine they they built the ride and it was great, and then changed nothing for 30 years, and all the and, fucking and just rubber started rotting. It. Up. Right. Yeah. It's just a bunch of like half working robots <laughs> that look scarier than intended. Also, when you're in the line, um, there's oh. trees in the line with little mm-hmm. tiny fucking pine bristles on them that I guarantee have never been cleaned and have dust from 30 years. Oh, God. Yes, yes. You know what's like that, though, too, at Disney? Is the, the Epcot Globe ride. Oh, oh yeah. That yeah, yeah, shit yeah. is dated as fuck. Spaceship like, Earth. Oh, my God. They've Spaceship changed Earth. it a couple times. Yeah, but it's but, still, it's it's kind of sad. They need to fix that stuff. Well, actually, know, they're but, getting ready to redo it altogether. It's oh, supposed okay. to be closing really soon. But I mean, I'm surprised that Universal neglects it like that. I mean, that's like prime real estate, you know? Well, here's the backstory on that. And I don't know if this is true or not, but, you know, they hired Spielberg as a consultant for Universal Studios. And in Mm -hmm. his contract, in his deal, um, he not only has a say on, you know, which of his properties go in and what they're like, Mm -hmm. but he has a financial stake in that park, too. Like, he's uh, on the board of whatever, whatever. So there's some rumor going around that they cannot get rid of that ride because he has to have one ride based on one of his films in every park. And that's the last one. They got rid of Jaws. Update it. Anyway, update it then redo the puppets. Also, I'm really surprised no one's ever remade ET. 
Oh, he wouldn't, oh, no, he he wouldn't, wouldn't allow that. He wouldn't allow it. No. Um, there was even talk the studio wanted to do a sequel. But you want to know the, even, the, the even weirder controversy of Universal versus, than that one? Hmm. Disney owns Marvel. However, they can't put anything Marvel in their parks because Universal owns the rights to Marvel east of the Mississippi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, yep, they yep, sli- yep. slid by but, with Guardians because um, Universal didn't have the rights to Guardians of the Galaxy because they were such an obscure group of, right. of heroes. But every single other like hero that Marvel you know, that Disney wants to use and Disney owns, they cannot use. Yeah. Now you talked about the ET sequel. Spielberg was involved to some extent. Like he wanted to have control over it because he lost control of jaws and he kind of regretted the way it went. Jaws three is the best one. The whole world regretted how it went (laughs) after the first one. Jaws three is the best Jaws. You're off the show. Yeah, Um, exactly. So he wanted control. He wanted some creative control. The sequel to this movie was going to be a horror movie. It yeah. was going to be about the other ETs, the albino ETs that were fucking evil. And apparently they were at war with each other for, for eons and shit. So yeah, this guy wants... They were going to kidnap the family. Yeah. And ET he, was going to have to go rescue them. Go save them. This guy wants yeah. to make a scary fucking ET movie. It's He can't right. help it. He can't help it. So why didn't he? Yep. He did. That's the thing. Yeah, it was done already. It's called Alien and Aliens. Okay. But Alien was before E.T. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It was already done. He he should have realized yeah. that. He did make a scary E.T. movie. It's called E.T. This fucking movie yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Disturbing. Disturbing yeah. is what that one is. All right, guys. Uh, we have some people we need to thank. Yeah. And my soundboard's not working, so Joe, you got to sing the Mo song. Go ahead, man. Mo, Mo, Mo. All right, you can stop now. If you're if you're injured on the go, just call Mo. We'd like to thank show sponsor Mo Dewitt Dewitt Law. If you need help with any legal questions, give Mo a call. If astronauts break in your fucking house, you know, probably give Mo a call. Definitely call him. Oh, yeah. If you get injured on a flying bicycle. I'll I'll tell you what, though. Hmm. If you are said astronauts and you get dragged in a plastic tube and injure yourself, call Mo. Oh, go after that little fucking kid. He'll walk both sides of the table with that. Yeah, He's there to help. Doesn't matter where you're from. Totally, man. That kid did not have a license, and he's driving around No, he did not. It was his first time driving forwards. (laughs) Yeah, That's true. That was a funny line. There's a lot of evidence on on their side here in the case. So, yes, again, thank you to Mo DeWitt, DeWitt Law. Check out Mo DeWitt's website. There's some uh, Valentine's Day stuff coming up. There's some stickers, or I'm sorry, magnets. We got a new one coming out soon, I believe. So look for that. It's a, it's scary and adorable. Mo is Cupid, so uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that'll be great. I want I want a magnet for us that's just E.T. saying, Eric. <laughs> we, <laughs> we could do something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I had an idea for something the other day, and I wanted to pass it by you, Eric. Um, it was an art, and I think you'd actually dig this one too. And I can't remember what it is now, but I was like, "Oh, Eric would love this." Did it have to do? Oh god, <laughs> I'm not. Did not it the have only to one. do with uh, any beloved like children show characters doing something sexual? No, or? no, it was actually like legitimate. It was like a combination oh. of two characters that made something really cool and like boring. I, no. Yeah, no, no. It wasn't the typical Joe idea. It was an actual like okay. it was like an actual, actual legit idea that I thought, oh damn, Eric would love nice. this. And then I forgot mm-hmm. what it was. 
Yeah, I'm glad you forgot that one and and you remembered all the other ones though. (laughs) (laughs) And then and then in turn have us never forget the other ones. (laughs) Come on. I can't brilliance is brilliance. Okay, you're right. You're right. Can't control it. Yep. We also Uh, need to thank our uh our beautiful, wonderful Patreon. Uh, Yeah, we've got a list of people we want to thank. They are our Patreon members. Um they give us money every month. Um, so they're wonderful. They're wonderful anyway, because I know a lot of them and they're fantastic people, but then they go above and beyond and give us some cash every month. Uh, we're going to read that list right now. We will start off with founding member Hannah Christ. I cannot wait to see you tomorrow, honey. Um, Mr. Peter Bianco, we got to get pizza. And I know that's on me because I'm a lazy fuck who doesn't call you. Um, Mr. Brian Gower from the Tone Jerks and the Second Button Podcast. From the Just Surprising Podcast, our co-host and friend, Mr. Will Lehu. Uh, We talked about this gentleman during the podcast. Uh, we're happy that he got his fridge. Is it his fridge or his washer? Dishwasher, maybe. Dishwasher. Was it a dishwasher or was it a washing machine? Might have been a washing machine, but we are very happy you got that resolved. We're talking about the host of the Like My Pedals podcast, co-host of the Texas State Boggle Chance podcast, and the Texas Size 10-4 podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. Then we have a fine human, Mr. Michael McVeigh. Also, another fine human, Mr. Adam Al-Syed. And our last fine human, and he is Mr. Michael Van Zandt. Um, But actually our finest human. He is the finest. He's been a co-host on this show. We want to give a big thanks to Mr. U-G-Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Get off your ass, you cheapskates, and give us money at patreon.com backslash M-O-T-C-U. That's, that's right. I thought my daughter was in the room, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. I just channeled my, I channeled my inner Elliot. I like that. Yeah, there you like go. That. You're right. Yeah, he's, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Check out our Patreon. Um, check out our Facebook page. Join it. You know, get in on the conversation. Yes. Um, there's, You've been doing there's, a bang-up job of keeping that page active, Eric, and, and I appreciate it we all appreciate oh, it so I, I found mm-hmm. out something interesting today um apparently the the host that we use for our podcast cast doesn't report spotify or apple numbers so oh yeah the two largest ones <laughs> so we actually have effing kidding we me? actually have quite more downloads than i thought we have oh wow. yeah we have to a lot more like a lot, a lot a lot a lot ones Oh, we're gonna have to talk about these numbers, man. Um, but just on Spotify alone, we may yeah. be sitting closer to ten thousand or fifteen thousand downloads. Just on Spotify. Just on Spotify oh, that fuck. we didn't even know existed. All right. So, and listen. what about Apple? What about I? I I, I don't see. Here's okay. the problem with Apple. I don't have an, any Apple fucking devices in the world. No, you're right. Yeah. Because then my spaceship would emit rainbows and I'd have to fucking, you know, <laughs> um, live in California with Steve Jobs and wear a turtleneck. And um, apparently true. you can't just log into Apple without having some kind of Apple device to verify that you exist. We'll work it out. I got I got some stuff. I'm just like, so listen, if you are one of these many, many people that we're not aware of that listen to the show, please rate and review the yeah. show. Give it do it stars. on Spotify, do it on Apple Podcasts, yes. do it on all the shit because that would actually help us out quite a bit. Believe and me. And I'll I'll steal from some other podcasts. One one of our uh one of our Patreon members, Mr. Brian Gower, uses this tag. You can trash the living shit out of us in the description. Just give us five stars. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give even care. Give us five stars and then rip us new assholes. I don't even care if you give us one star. There's no such thing as bad no, press. No, no, we want to. We need Joe. <laughs> do not encourage these people, Joe. Look, we need. When I go to Rotten Tomatoes, I look for the movies that have bad scores. I understand, but Joe, to talk about the take over the world plot that we might have brewing, we need five stars. We don't need yeah, one yeah. star. Throw some stars, man. Okay, five stars and then trash the shit out of us. Yeah, it's just fine. pretend this is idiocracy and give it a perfect five. Exactly. Yeah, don't feel pressured to give us money. I know we joke around, but if you if you can, you can. Yeah. If you can't, you can't. But a but at the month. very least, throw us a review, throw yeah. us a rating, join the Facebook page. What I've been trying to do, we haven't talked about it on the show yet, but I've been trying to share um, movie props that that yes. I have in my collection. Talk a little bit about the history, you know, where they came from, who designed it, things like that. So, um, yeah, if if you enjoy that kind of thing, and I got some cool shit, man. I got some uh, Ghostbusters yes, stuff. Can confirm. Can Star confirm. Wars. Can't confirm. Check it out, man. That's uh, Facebook.com slash something, something, something. Just right, search just for us. Search Masters thing. of the Cinematic Universe. Yeah, do the thing. You know how to yeah. do it, man. This, this show has electrolytes. It's got what you crave. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, we guys. love you all. Yeah. Patreon or not, we love you all. These numbers are blowing our minds. Yeah. And we love you for it. And we thank you. And we're going to keep doing this. And you, do, you two don't know this yet. But on the next episode, we are going to do, because I'm leading, we're going to do the 1985 classic Real Genius with Oh, Kimmel. shit. I think I like that one. That yes. movie, to me, holds up it's as solid as the day it came out and when it came out i probably saw it four or five times in the theater um it has one of my favorite lines in a movie ever and i'll just spoil it now because of course we're going to pull the clip it's val kilmer's character says in the immortal words of socrates i drank what <laughs> okay i gotta okay i gotta come you know what am i gonna do next i, I gotta come up here with, with this movie because uh doug's put me on the spot here because he's coming uh, out movies i didn't even think so i'm gonna have to go after him i just yeah i figured i was next so i throw um, it out there i'm gonna probably go something more in the mid 2000s range because that's where i always sit at and you know what i i think i'm gonna go with one of these movies that is so bad it's good and i just love this movie no i don't know why because I, I, I probably watch this movie almost more than any other movie ever Yes. Which is ironic because this person was in school longer than almost anybody ever. I'm going to do Van Wilder. No oh, shit. That's a good movie. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Does man. that, I mean, because I was thinking about Ryan this. Reynolds started, coming out party. Yeah. I started talking about Real Genius, and I think it's okay to do, even though it's from 1985, but is Van Wilder okay to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is there humor in there that's just way, way bad not really no okay no that's so. cool i'm glad because i like i mean the movie. has I ryan reynolds it. been canceled or is he in no, literally true. everything he hasn't right. <laughs> he's the most beloved man i watched free guy again two yeah. nights ago when i couldn't sleep such an underrated great and, and here's movie. your bit of yeah. trivia about van wilder it's based mm -hmm. on the real life of burt kreischer the comedian and i did not know that bit of trivia about me I can't wow so burt kreischer got ryan reynolds to play him that's yeah, his burt kreischer is the real van wilder <laughs> um rolling stone did a story on him when he was in fsu because he went there for like seven years yeah um, and uh he is the real life van wilder that's hysterical that's great and i love yes. burt kreischer yes all right so i'm done 
Yeah. Well, now you guys, you guys have something to look forward to. You see that? You made yeah. it all the way to the end of the episode. Now you got a little sneak peek and shit. Like that's mm-hmm. uh, we don't do that for everybody. Nope. No. Hell no. In fact, if you've made it this far, um, you get to hear our signature catchphrase, which is lights, camera. I'm just gonna give it a I'm give it a. <laughs> that's what it sounds like guys yes. fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> this episode of masters of the cinematic universe is brought to you by mo dewitt and dewitt law firm and be sure to check out monday morning with mo every monday morning on facebook live with free answers to your legal questions Injured in a car accident or dealing with personal injury, Mo can also help you with a workers' compensation case if you're injured on the job. I don't live in Florida, but Mo would be my go-to if I did. And the best part is they take all accident cases on a contingency fee basis. This means that they will take on your case, put up all necessary funds to build your case as strongly as possible, and they only get paid if they're successful in obtaining a settlement for you. There's no fee or obligation to ask about your cases, so contact Mo today. And make sure to follow Mo DeWitt just for his incredible promotional work. He's he's a man after my own heart. So many pop culture and film references. I've done art for Mo where he's portrayed as Indiana Jones, Charlie Brown, Frosty the Snowman, Zach Morris, Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of that. That's a, uh, that's a legal question. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. 